Good morning, afternoon, or evening, everyone. Regardless of where you are, I hope your day is or has been a wonderful day thus far. And we are just coming back to you talking and going to spend a little bit of time with you today. Uh, my name is Howard Sapp. You know, I am, you know, the um, podcast, one of the podcast hosts for Now You Know with my cohort, uh, good buddy, good friend, um, you know, like was a partner in crime, you know, Dr. Cindy Banyer. You know, she's here with us. So, Dr. Cindy Banyer, give a shout out to everyone. Always, always, always here. Happy to be here with you, Howard, on Now You Know, so we can help people in our community and everywhere that they listen to our podcast get a little bit more in-depth information about the things that are happening in our community here in Southwest Florida, in Florida and across the nation. There you go. That is so true. And speaking of our nation, uh, we're going to jump right into it. And, and today, of course, today is, you know, a, you know, a bittersweet, you know, day for uh, for us as, as a nation. Um, today is uh, 9-11. Uh, 22 years ago, we've had, you know, the the, the tragedy, the, the terrorist attack, you know, with uh, the uh, Twin Towers coming down in uh, our city of New York, uh, New York City. And, you know, that was just something that really took this nation and this country by, um, you know, it, it, it hit us hard. It hit us hard, you know, regardless of what, you know, it, it did, you know, hit us hard. And, and it still affects the lives of so many people today, you know, with the lives that were lost then uh, and the lives that um, continue to be affected. So just just for about though, 10 seconds, I want 10 seconds. I just want to do a just a, a brief pause, you know, a moment of silence just for for the families and just for the country. So if we can definitely share in that just uh, real quick for about 10 seconds, just take a moment of silence if we can. All right. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much. So, you know, and, and one thing it's um, with, with 9-11, I can remember, you know, where, where I was. I don't know if you remember, but I, I remember exactly where I was. I am um, as a, working for the, uh, the FAA, you know, as uh, in management, as an air, tra air traffic controller, then um, you know, I was, I was in Jacksonville, Florida, you know, at, the Aeronautical Center, which is in Hilliard, Florida, but it's it's the Jacksonville Center. We were having a manager's meeting, you know, and it was it was like one of my first because I had just gotten into uh, management, and it was like something out of a movie because mm. as we were sitting there, just getting ready to get the meeting started, um, you know, a few of us started gathering around, and managers started coming in, and all of a sudden everybody's phone started going off. Everybody's those cell phones started going off. So everybody started looking at their cell phone and looking at the cell phone and people start moving around and you start hearing the mumblings and everything. And all of a sudden, you know, boom, it's like you know, everything went haywire, you know, and then everybody just kind of dispersed and began to go to their facilities. So it was just like, you know, uh, something from a movie where you just like, you know, one person get a phone call, then the next person get a phone call, then the next person and all of a phone starts yeah. ringing and it was just crazy. You know, and I uh, got back down to my facility and then at that particular time, um, all of the federal buildings and everybody was on lockdown, you know, so at that point, so it was, it was just crazy at that point. It was, it was, it was just something I've never yeah. experienced before and, and hopefully would not, not have to experience that again. Right. Well, I was a college student and I was telling everybody I was an international relations major. So I spent the whole day kind of telling all of my classmates as we were watching the continuous news coverage of why it is that the United States would be a target. Mm -hmm. So it was a pretty, pretty mon monumental day. But interestingly enough, something I just read recently is that the majority of the incoming 
troops mm -hmm. were born after 9-11. Really? So many of them don't even, or were very young at the time. So most right. of them do mm -hmm. not have active memories of 9-11. So we're really right. in a new era here at 22 years That's out that is from true. the event. That, that, that is so true. Yeah. Because you'll ask some people, you know, especially for you know, the younger kids, you know, those are in college age and stuff like that, you know, do they remember or know what 9-11 is and none of them would have any indication mm -hmm. or idea of anything. So it's, um, you know, like I said, they have no clue of what 9-11 was and the effects that it had. Just like, you know, with, with some people, you know, of other wars and other events, you know, mm -hmm. as those things progress, you know, it, it tends to get not necessarily, well, I would say, you know, and sometimes, you know, lost with the generation, you know, but you would try and hope. Yeah. And that's one thing that I'm glad that, um, you know, at this point, so many uh, people are continuing, the country is continuing to at least recognize, you know, those, because I think I've seen on, a couple of the a couple of the news, um, new news new bro news broadcasts, you know, with you know like sixty minutes and you know those guys, you know, when they just had the special on nine eleven and still talking with some of the fire chiefs, you know, that were there, yeah. you know, where they lost so many people and you know just going through again the radio conversations and contacts that they had had that particular day and when the buildings themselves began to come uh, come down, so mm -hmm. it was just it was just crazy, you know, but. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so in, in your opinion, um, where do you think we have landed, you know, in retrospect, you know, to 9-11? Do you think we're a better country or do you think we're, you know, just, I mean, and, and I guess, you know, and, and you can take it from whatever perspective, because I mean, we can take it from a security perspective, um, yeah. you know, just so, 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 so what do you, what, what do you, what, what's your opinion on that? Man, I mean, we've come such a long way. And maybe not even necessarily in a good way, but like zigzagging <laughs> all over the place since 9-11. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, one of the things that's that I was thinking about as you're talking was how those of us who lived through it and like mm -hmm. my millennial generation here, like we've experienced like Trump after Trump after re like, <laughs> after COVID after all this stuff. Right. And, yeah. you know, the the 9-11 was like here at the beginning of our career, like I was in college. Mm -hmm. Right. right. Mm -hmm. um, so we our our whole like professional and adult life has been colored by by one catastrophic event after another, wow. um, and then and then the younger generations too. So the younger generations are you know even if they weren't alive or were very young during nine eleven they have a kind of you know they've also been through all this kind of later trauma. So I think that we are in a place where, um, you know, we fought back against international terrorism. We mm -hmm. fought two wars in Afghanistan and Iraq related to it. And a lot of people have a lot of difficulty with those mm -hmm. now because we never found the weapons of mass destruction in, you know, in Iraq. In that Iraq. was a total mm -hmm. lie we found out afterwards. And in Afghanistan, we just pulled out after 20 years of war mm -hmm. at a stalemate to only have the Taliban come right back in. So I think that... Right as we're looking back, like what did we really gain or change from 9-11? Mm -hmm. it, it's really hard to say. I mean, we've gotten periods of Islamophobia. Um, you know, we did kill Osama bin Laden, which is great, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, domestic or international terrorism sprung up in a whole bunch of other ways. And now we have 
domestic terrorism. Yes, and that yes, is, yes. according to the FBI, the biggest threat to security inside the United, United States at this time. So I think mm-hmm. we're in a very different time. And for me, I think the differentiation between like the younger generation and, and myself as a millennial reflecting on it is at least I have the, 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 I lived through it. Right. So I remember what it was like. I remember seeing it. I remember that feeling afterwards of like coming together as Americans. Mm -hmm. I think that part is what's missing. If you're only looking at it from a historical perspective, right. If you're only looking back at it as like, Oh, there was this terrible event. And then there were these wars and it was kind of a confusing outcome. Mm -hmm. I think those of us who were old enough to have been part of it and doing things, um, watching it we we understand that kind of the moment where we came together mm-hmm. as yes. americans yes that, that was huge that yeah. was huge you know and, and and that's the thing i mean because i know for and, and and i guess after every tragedy you know after every something big you know and especially 9 11 you know how america actually came together and, and at that point it was um no it seen this though i'll put it that way there, there was no division you know no you know you know, the black, white, whatever, because there's firefighters, you know, they're side by side, you know, first responders and all of those guys, you know, some were Hispanic, black, white, you know, Asian, right. whatever it was, and all of them lost their lives together, you know, right. and that was Trying one of the big things. That, and... Right, exactly. So it, it the same thing with the diversity in the people in the towers too, right? Mm-hmm. It was exactly. It was the World Trade Center. It was mm-hmm. thousands of people from different companies, different ages, uh, who were working in that space, um, who lost their lives, and people on the ground as well. So yeah, it mm-hmm. was. It really was a, an equalizing event to a certain extent. It was. It really was. You know. So it was. That was something crazy. And 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 for me, uh, you know, that's with that same question. You know, what you know, where 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 are we now? We're in a better. Um, like you say, it, it's it's definitely kind of hard to 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 navigate that. Um, you know, to the extent that, you know, you can kind of, um, you know, put, you know, bullets, you know, where this, this, this and this, you know, but like you say, with so much with, you know, our foreign foreign policy, you know, and so much with even our security. And now we, you know, yeah. people continue to talk about, you know, well, the, the immigration and those things, you know, it, it's, you know, such a difficult piece to kind of put, you know, or difficult, um, I guess, you know, way to ex- explain or to say, you know, we're better here. But we still see, you know, where we can can do better, you know, because mm-hmm. of, like you say, with, with the immigration and, and, and so many um, of our, you know, politicians, you know, the Republican Party or whatever they would want to when they say that we're trying to weaponize, you know, the when Biden's trying yeah. to weaponize the judicial system against, you know, Trump or, or whoever, you know, and that type of thing. But you can bring in, you know, those other issues and problems like immigration peace, you know, where you can say the same thing and what they're doing, you know, trying to weaponize and trying to, you know, um, yeah. go and, you know, talk about things and put it, phrase it and kind of structure it in a manner that seems like someone is against somebody else, you know, no. so you're kind of weaponizing an idea. So it, it, it's crazy. Yeah. I was kind of laughing because one of the biggest pieces of legislation to come out after 9-11 was the Patriot Act, right? Mm-hmm. The Patriot Act basically made it legal for U.S. intelligence agencies to spy on anyone, anyone including right. U.S. citizens, right? Mm-hmm. And so this was actually kind of like one of our first steps towards authoritarianism, mm-hmm. legislated authoritarianism. And 
funny enough that you talk about Donald Trump because hit the the evidence that was used in his first impeachment came from a FISA court, which mm -hmm. is a product of the Patriot Act. So we really wouldn't have known about a lot of the foreign influence on the 2016 election exactly. if it had not been for the FISA court. So good for yeah. bad i don't know I, I, that's what i'm saying tapping yeah. our phones i don't know like i i guess I, I lost the plot somewhere along the lines of like where where this was okay versus not okay um yeah no uh, that, that, you're, you're right you know so it, it's it's so many things that like you say you know we can kind of look at and, and think about you know and you know has it made us better you know are we better you know but the one of the one of the biggest things you know that you know i look at you know is you know how we do you know, aside from, like you said, we, we, we've had so many different tragedies. Like you said, the wars we've had, you know, the 9-11, then the Afghan war. And, and, you know, we've had, like I said, COVID and all of these things. And all of these things, you know, have been very destructive. And all of these things have affected, you know, every American across the board. I don't care who it is, you know, I mean, because when you had COVID, just the, one, one of the more recent ones, um, that was a nationwide thing. Um it affected everybody, you know, from black, white, again, like you said, you know, it could be LGBTQ, whoever, it, it didn't matter. But then we have our legislators that's there now want to take fighting of how to take care of people. I mean, which makes me, which makes no sense to me. You know, you're fighting on how to take care of people and how to help people live just, just so that someone can take a test. It's an issue. So someone can wear a mask. It's an issue. So because we're trying to take care of people, we're still fighting. But then when everything happens, when, when, when the, when, 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 when it, when it actually hits the fan, you know, when it comes to gun violence and, and when it comes to those schools that are being shot up, um, you know, shoot up and, and when it comes to, you know, our kids dying and everything, mm -hmm. you guys are still fighting on how to protect people. I mean, where, where to me, and, I, and I've said even before, where is the common sense amongst all this nonsense? Let's take care of the people first, you know, and then worry about and try to take care of all the other stuff. And that that's one of the biggest things to me that really happens because in the heat of the moment, once everything happens, everybody is, oh, this, we're so sorry. You know, it's this, we need to do this, we need to do that. But then you go back in and, and sit at your, your desk and fight against taking care of the people. The same thing that you said we need to do something about, you turn around and do nothing about it. And that and that's one of the biggest things that I that I see. Yeah, and then you know there came a lot of the what do we call it the protection theater, right? Mm -hmm. Like the, right. <laughs> oh, you gotta take off your shoes, and you you know the this added security and stuff, mm -hmm. which you know has been a psychological deterrent potentially to you know future bombings and things like that. But you know it's more or less to look like we're doing something exactly. for security there you go. That, that, that's really it. actually doing something yeah that is true that is true and and i do miss that yeah that camaraderie right after 9-11 where we came together and disappointingly so not only has our legislators moved away from the concept that we all as americans deserve to be protected mm -hmm. and safe in our country which they clearly didn't give <laughs> two snaps about you know during covid and all you know, know right? a lot of other issues climate change hurricane oh, katrina you name wow. it right mm -hmm. um but to have even have failed the first responders yes in 9-11 defunding wow. those yes. um those funds that were meant to 
take care of the families and treat the cancer mm -hmm. that uh, the fire uh, department, the firefighters had to go mm -hmm. and fight in front yes. of Congress that they deserve to have their cancer treatments that they got from mm -hmm. rushing in when from the Twin Towers fell. Like the fact that we had to convince Republican legislators that this was a good thing to do is is disgusting to me. It is. It really is. And and then, you know, coupled with that and some of the things that we're facing now with the mental health you know, crisis, you know, right. that's where a lot of that. We're not going to say that's where it began, but it became more evident that we had issue and problem in this particular area. Because here yeah. you have, you know, these people that uh, the first responders that have survived and in the family, uh, families that have been affected. And then the mental aspect of those things and, and how yeah. it has began to change, you know, them as a person, you know, all together. And we it seemed as though, you know, we have not addressed or answered the mail to those issues and problems. And we're still trying to fight. And then we go again with the shootings, with the kids, you know, with the, with the COVID right. and with the, you know, kids committing suicide and all of these things, we have not answered the mail and mail and understanding that that mental illness is a serious issue and problem that we have to face. And even with now, and, and I'm not going to say it's a, a, you know, more simplistic, it's not as, I would say it's not as, um, you know, to the point of, you know, people dying, but then we look at our teachers because one of the things I wanted to touch real quick was our teachers before we, um, but with our teachers and looking at a teacher crisis, you know, and looking at how our teachers have been affected, 9-11 affected so many people in so many different ways, but then just looking at how it affected our teachers and how it affected our school systems and how it affected our kids. And right now our teachers are struggling, our kids are struggling, um, yeah. you know, definitely understand, you know, that you know, money is, you know, you know, always going to be, you know, a problem for we have to make sure that we can, you know, fund and, and put our see, it would be a lot easier if in Florida we didn't defund the schools. Exactly exactly they would have a lot more money if if mm -hmm. they didn't take the the budget that the the Florida lottery was supposed to supplement and they just replace it with that mm -hmm. lottery money. Right. So we I mean that was supposed to be extra for our kids. And instead they just moved that budget to somewhere else and then continued to cut the budget. And then even mm -hmm. went as far as to pass this ridiculous uh, school choice, universal school choice, which is universal school, public school defunding so mm -hmm. that now anybody in the state of Florida can take their kid and put mm -hmm. them in homeschool, private school, charter school and get the money for it, but right. still require that school to take care of the extracurriculars for their kid. Which so, is crazy. We're in a crazy, we're in crazy town when it comes to education in Florida, for sure. Yeah. And, and, and it's funny because I, I, I don't know if you saw the post, you know, when we have, you know, our uh, school board personnel, you know, laughing about, you know, how they're taking the money and you have money for, like you said, with, with teachers and um, how they're just laughing about the issue, but yet still so you're doing nothing about it. And, 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 and to me, that's just like a slap in the face, you know, because then you have you know, all these teachers and everybody, you know, trying to struggle and trying to make ends meet, um, trying to do the thing the best that they can, you know, with the resources and everything that they have. And you're, 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 you know, kind of handcuffing them, you know, to the point that they can do nothing, but then you're not answering the mail because you already know that you're short the teachers because teachers don't want to come again, the mental aspect of it, the physical aspect of it, the emotional aspect of it is something that's really jumping on them that they're like, look, I'm done. I can't do this. So we're already short. What I think for uh, Lee County, 200 teachers, you have teachers that are going in and they're saying, you know, I've had enough. I can't do this anymore. So we're not answering again, going back to answering the mail, 
First of all, we're not answering the mail of taking care of the teachers that we currently have. Then we're not answering the mail on trying to attract new 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 teachers because no one wants to come into this area because if the fact that they know that they're not going to get paid, you know, the way that they should get paid, I totally six in the nation. Exactly. You know, so in like, terms of teacher pay. You know, and, the, and and then, you know, you, you look at and you have your school system and you're trying to do the same thing that, you know, you, you've done before with, you know, if you had, what, 350 teachers, if you were up, you know, we were, this is the way that our school system is. We have this amount of teachers. We can do this. Now you're down, you know, what, 20% of your teachers and you're still trying to do the same thing. Have it ever occurred to you that now normal is no longer normal? You cannot do the same thing. You're trying to get a square peg into a round hole. It does mm-hmm. not work. You know, so where so where do we go? And and those and that's one of the biggest things that I, you know, think that we, you know, even as a, a county, as a state, because that's something that's, you know, I don't know, it just doesn't just affect Fort Myers or Lee County. It affects right. the state of Florida, and I'm sure across the board. But we have to begin to get very innovative of, of looking at how we of what our educational system looks like. But definitely make sure that our dollars are appropriated and going to the right places and making yeah. sure that we, you know, take care of the teachers. Those those these are our first responders at, at, for the educational system. Our teachers are our first responders. They're the ones that's in there in the classroom, sticking it out with the kids that's coming to school sick and everything else. Um, I know at some of the schools now you have. Um, English classes where, and even with my wife, you know, she would tell me that they have some classes that don't even have teachers. So now that they're dispersing these students into other classrooms, making those teachers that are in the class, their responsibility that much larger, because now you're adding five, six, seven students to a class that's already crowded. And it, it's and it's getting even more crazier. So it, it's, yep. it's, it makes no sense. Yep. So we need to increase teacher pay. We need yes. to stop the culture wars because that's driving yes. teachers away. Mm-hmm. That's driving teachers away. Why would you want to get involved in this mess where you can't say certain things in the classroom? You can't talk about identity and you can't talk about all these banned books and stuff like that. I know. Um, why would you you know, mess around with that? And then, hey, let's throw in the affordable housing in here, too, because why would you as an adult on a on a teacher's pay right now? Mm-hmm. You cannot afford housing in Lake That's County true. as a solo as a solo person. You just cannot. Yeah. Your salary is not high enough. Um, and so we need to really look at this from multiple angles and we need people in the legislature that is going to put those funds back, stop there the bleeding, stop the bleeding with the vouchers, put those lottery funds back and make sure that we're paying our teachers well and that we have the teachers and the school boards lead yes. on what's going on in the schools, not Tallahassee. I know. There, there you go. And and, that, and that's something that's very, very important. And we need to make sure that we jump on that and get on that. And that's why the voting is so important right now for, for Lee County. They've made, um, as far as selecting a school superintendent now, <laughs> an, an elected Partisan race. Yeah, I know. You know, politics. so it's, it's politics, you know. So so if, you know, one of the biggest things, you know, for us that we have to make sure that we do, if, if they're going to make things all about politics, we have to make sure that we get in the game and we cannot sleep on this. We cannot sit on this. We have to make sure that if it's going to take a vote, we're going to make sure that our vote is there and our vote is counted. So we want to make sure that everybody, if you have if you have not um, registered to vote, make sure that you register to vote. Um, if you was registered to vote um, via vote by mail, make sure that re- you re-register because with the new government laws now and everything, um, everyone yeah. was, you know, that that your last um, um, 
application and everything was scrubbed. So now you have to reapply or say that you want to go into and be uh, admit, uh, admitted back into the vote by oh, mail. mail. And, and update your signature while you're at it. Exactly. I tell that yes. to people every time because my signature changes and sometimes I forget like how I register. So every mm -hmm. year you can just submit the signature that you want to use uh, mm -hmm. so you, that you know you can do it like right before you get your vote in too. Exactly. Um, it's it because that's one of that's the biggest way that they throw out your vote, by the way, mm -hmm. is, is mismatching signatures. Right. Yeah. They'll say, no, that wasn't you. You, you signed this way. Yeah. So. so yep. I mean, there's there's whole cutters of people. That's all they do, especially mm -hmm. in a close election. Yeah. So we want to make sure that you guys are um, certainly prepared, you know, and we want to make sure that you're certainly aware of, you know, the tactics and the things that's going to be used to try and hinder and, and squash your vote. There's so many things that are happening. Um, so we want to make sure that we are prepared. We want to make sure that we are, um, again, in the forefront of making sure that your voice, our voice, you know, is counted, our voice is heard. So want to make sure that, you know, from, from day one, you know, they can't say anything. And when we, you know, get to the polls, we get to the polls and big numbers, we get to the polls very strong. We get to the polls, making sure that we get uh, the change that we need you know, in the system that's going to help us. Like we were talking about some with, you know, our national security issues, but then also locally with, you know, our school systems, with our mm -hmm. teachers, you know, with insurance, with, you know, local and affordable housing, you know, with, you know, how, you know, uh, are we going to be able to afford the insurance and, and those type things. We want to make sure that those things are, um, you know, certainly, certainly, you know, counted it and validated and making sure that if those things are taken care of. So we want to make sure that we are taken care of as a people. But the only way that we're going to be able to do that is with your vote and getting the right people in the right places in the right seats so you can do that so make sure that you get out and vote and do the things that we need to do so again that's one so we wanted to make sure that uh, everybody be encouraged again for those uh, first responders for those families uh, that were directly affected by 9-11 you know our heart and, and prayers and thoughts are always with those families and with our nation as a whole and like i said we you know wish you well but want to make sure that everybody else is certainly 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 um, taken care of and, and, and done well. So we're going to um, make sure that you continue to support local uh, local radio and uh, lo local media and want to make sure that uh, you guys jump on, you know, um, here Big Mouth with Big Mouth Radio and we're going to, um, Big Mouth Media, and we're going to let Cindy Bandy tell you how you can do this, how you can be a part, how you can participate, how you can receive everything that, that Big Mouth Media has to receive, that you can be, you know, in the loop, in the know with Now You Know with How It's At. Awesome. Thank you, Howard. I was going to say, too, since today is Patriot Day, that a patriot is somebody who fights against against terrorists, both foreign and domestic. This is true. So thank you so much for listening to us here. I've been your co-host, Dr. Cindy Banier, and this is brought to you by Big Mouth Media. And you can find out more about all the shows we have, including Now You Know with Howard Sapp on Big Mouth Media fl.com for $4.99 a month you can get this amazing episode and all of our episodes and special content delivered directly to your inbox for $4.99 a month or $49.99 a year and that does help us here support local media and you can check out all the other programs that we have through Big Mouth Media and get the everything package for $19.99 a month and boy would that help us keep the lights on here uh, bringing you the, the news and the information that doesn't necessarily necessarily get out, especially in very red districts like us. We're the first progressive media channel in the state of Florida, and we are very proud of it here at Big Mouth Media. Woo! So thanks so much for joining us, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye.